According to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, in kids aged 13 to 17, about 35% have experienced a relationship deeper than a simple friendship. Teenage dating is a topic that is not always easy to discuss. It is scary to know that you cannot protect this precious heart from getting broken, or perhaps your fear is that he or she will get in over their head too fast and too soon. We must remember that attraction is a normal part of being human and it is a necessary part of any young adult's journey in development. But with dating violence, teen pregnancy, and sexually transmitted diseases possible scenarios, our teens still need guidance to know how to have healthy romantic relationships. My name is Ronika Jacobs and you found my podcast, Strive for More, Your Best Life Now. While there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, you've taken the time out to listen to this one. And so for that, I would like to say thank you. So without any further delay, let's get to it. Let's strive for more. This is episode 203, Help, My Teenager is Dating. My next guest, Catherine Harmon, is helping people strive for more by creating healthy love relationships the way God intended. Kathy is the author of a book series titled Us Against the World. The series includes four books exploring the difficulties we face in relationships, how to truly understand God's love and lean on it. Her most recent release, Us Against the World, Naturally Rebellious but Loved, is a book geared toward teens and young adults. Kathy co-wrote this book with her son, Jaden, who is a student at Centenary College in Louisiana. In this episode, she and Jaden will tell us about her reason for writing this series, and we'll talk a little bit about parenting and teenage dating. Hi, Kathy and Jaden. Welcome. Thank you so much for being guests on my show. How are you? Hi, we're doing good. I'm doing good. You know, it's hard during this time of this epidemic, but we're, I'm hanging in there, you know, just waiting for the normal to get back in order. I understand that. Hey, I'm doing all right. <laughs> good, good. Oh. How is it wrapping up this crazy school year? Um, It was it was pretty simple, to be honest. I, I like the uh, online schools a little easier, but definitely it was harder to focus, you know, being face-to-face, but... It's good wrapping it up, just been trying to keep busy. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I'm glad that you didn't have too much of a transition or a difficult time transitioning. Okay, so Kathy, how did you decide to write this book series? Yeah, well, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it just it came at a time when my marriage was just 
I was just going through so much. And I just remember during this time period, I was asking God, I'm like, God, why does it feel like my marriage is always going up against the world? So this is 19 years of my marriage, always just feeling like there was something up against the world. So the title that was, that was derived from that prayer alone, Us Against the World. The first book, it just, um, the title is How God's Love Conquers All for Married Couples. And in that book, it just has each chapter and every single obstacle that my marriage faced. And it just kind of explains how having God's love in order, you know, having him first can conquer all of those obstacles. So when I finished it, excuse me, I was ready to publish, but then my marriage fell apart. And I thought, okay, well, how am I going to publish this? And, you know, my marriage is, is not even a testimony of this book anymore. So I wasn't going to publish it, but one day God just kind of reminded me that, you know, it didn't matter what my marriage was going through. It had nothing to do with my marriage because, you know, he's still God and God alone and his wisdom still holds true no matter what. So um, after deciding to go ahead and publish it, I thought I was done, but God was like, yeah, you actually have a book series to write and it's going to be all about my love for my people. So from there, um, the second book came out before saying I do, knowing true love for engaged couples, and that's just kind of like an equation of how it shows God is love. The Bible says God is love. So if God is love and God equals love, then anything in God, that's a true kind of love. It's a, you know, couples, that's a true kind of love. So anything outside of that equation, it's a different kind of love. It's a worldly kind of love, a lustful kind of love, a settling kind of love. And so, you know, that I just hope engaged couples will be able to truly understand their foundation with God in the the equation. Um, The third book out of that is God Hates Divorce But Loves You More. It was the hardest book that I had to write because um, I was going through the divorce. I was going through, you know, a lot of shame, guilt, um, uncertainty, and, um, you know, I felt like I failed in the marriage, but, you know, God... Scripture says he hates divorce, but he just made me realize that I love you so much more. I love you so much more than the failing of the institution of your marriage, the decision to divorce. I love you so much more. So it's a book that brought healing to my life, and I hope that it brings healing to other people that are going through that and just the peace that they need to move forward. And then this book now, the fourth book that we're about to talk about in the Us Against the World is naturally rebellious but love now for this one i wasn't sure why i needed to include it in the series because i wasn't going to remember that far back you know of being a teen or a young adult and i thought this was just a, a season you know a series for married engaged and singles divorce so i didn't know how i was going to write it but Jaden stepped up to the plate and he just decided you know what, mom let me be a part of this book and so this book you know, it's more in his voice than it is mine, and he just kind of outline, outlines the different struggles that they face while transitioning from a teen to a young adult, and it includes so many struggles and temptations, anywhere from depression, sex, drugs, identity, dating, you know, all of these things that they, they go through, um, but at the same time, just understanding that God loves them no matter what, no matter, you know, how bad things look for them, God is really in the midst of it for them. Oh, that's awesome. And Jaden, how was it writing a book with your mom or even just the fact that you take you took it upon yourself to write a book? 
Um, it was it was actually interesting. I um it started because I I got this journal and I don't I don't ever I was never the type to journal or write, so I didn't really like it. But um I started writing a little bit in the journal at a time. And then I realized that I was uh, like all the stuff that I was going through. Um, I, I felt the Holy Spirit was telling me, "Hey, look, like you need to write this down because it's gonna, I'm gonna use it someday." And um, I was thinking, I was like, "Wait, why would I be writing this the stuff I'm going through? I don't really like journaling and all this and that." And then um, it came to a time when my mom, like she said, um, she was talking about how she wants to add another series to the book. And it's about teens and all this, and, and uh, teens and uh, dating and their struggles and everything. So then it it hit me. I was like, man, Holy Spirit has been talking to me about writing my testimonies down and 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 having them somewhere. And so that's whenever I was like, oh man, I would I I guess this is what God's trying to lead me to. So I was I was easy to say, yeah, I'll, I'll I'd love to um, help write this book because I have all these things that are brewing in my mind right now about a book. So that's where that came from. And it was pretty easy. That's amazing. That is really awesome. Now, you know, Kathy, there's that flow in love relationships, you know, you mentioned before dating and and then to the engagement and, and marriage. And then sometimes, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on the situation, divorce, why do you believe, in your opinion, why do you believe that it's so difficult to remain close to God throughout each of these phases in love relationships? Honestly, for me, it's not difficult. You know, I think I just came to a point in my life where it, it, it brought me closer to him. Like, it, you know, these different seasons that I was in, it brought me closer to him. And once you realize how much he loves you and truly cares for you you just want nothing more than the best from him um you know i know for me i have not always chosen the right type of so-called love relationships and it gets exhausting you start to lose who you are but at some point you just have to realize how valuable you are in god's eyes how much he loves you and values you and and you know how he died for you and you realize that god is all you need and when you seek him, you know, you seek his desires for you and you seek just his heart in the matter, you're seeking that for all of your love relationships and you just rely on him to help you make wiser choices. But, you know, also just standing your ground of who you are in him. So when I'm, you know, in any kind of so-called love relationship, it really is just to focus on God, you know, whether you know, it's marriage, engage, um, when you're divorced and separated, you know, your relationship with God, the love relationship with him is still there. And so I'm constantly in prayer about it because I want his desires to become the desires of my heart. And that's in every area of my life. And if it doesn't align with him and what he has for me, then I don't want it. Uh, you know, I don't want the confusion, the uncertainty, and the just the unnecessary heartbreaks that, you know, comes with it. And so, um, you know, now as far as my own personal love, you know, since my divorce and now I'm just really getting back into the dating scene, it has been an experience that I constantly learning about myself, but you know, that is all part of the last book that will be a part of my series and that's embracing God's love for singles and dating, but it's just important to have that relationship. So it really shouldn't be difficult at all to, um, draw close to God. Right. 
Thank you so much for that, Kathy. Now, teenage dating is not necessarily a favorite topic in the parenting world. So, Jaden, for teenagers, what does dating mean? Hmm. Uh, I, don't I know, know you I can't speak like, for all teenagers, but <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, that's definitely one thing. I don't know if I can speak for every single one, but generally I would say that, like, you know, growing up, you see all around you all the movies, and and you see couples around you posting their life and their their love story or whatever. I put that in quotation marks because you know you never really see the the backstory behind it. And you know, you always sit there and we're always like, you know, I want that. I want the their relationship because like that it looks like goals. They look like they look like they're having fun. I want somebody that I can spoil or someone that can spoil me. And you know. Um, Sometimes I see it as a way that is to get over boredom or to get assurance for, like, our insecurities. Like, the amount of times I've heard someone say, oh, man, I'm bored. I, I wish I had a man or I wish I had a, a female. And it's like, well, if you're bored, go read a book or go play <laughs> play the game or something. But, yeah, it's not really seen as, like, purposeful, um, like how it should be. I, I would say, like, the, the, the reason you date, is because you see potential in the, the person. Uh, you see, like, a future with them. And it's not about, oh, yeah, I'm bored. I need to have fun. I need someone that can be there for me, that can, you know, uh, give assurance for my insecurities because, you know, I'm, I'm feeling down. I need someone to reassure me and validate me. And it's like, for, I would say, you know, that's, that's what God's for. God is definitely there, the, the one to validate you and, and get you through whatever you're going through. So it's not about finding someone else, like a human, that can uh, get, help you with your boredom or reassure you or everything. It's just about God. And, you know, not too many teenagers nowadays are seeing it, seeing it as that. Right, right. So with teenagers, and, of course, like you said, sometimes they're, they're going about dating and they may be purposeful and looking for a future in someone or may not. And I know that teenagers, they deal with a lot of peer pressure in dating and relationships, sometimes associated with sex. What advice can you give to teenagers on how to date and still stay focused on living by God's principles? Uh, see, not to get peer pressured in dating and relationships. Um, I, I, I'd say it's pretty simple. Just don't date. <laughs> um, no, but... Um, before you date, you know, going back to what I was saying about having God validate you and everything. So before you date, and if you know who you are in Christ, then, you know, you, you've learned to rely on him for all your needs and have him be the one to support you and guide you and comfort you and, and lead you everywhere you need to go. So it's like once you realize that, it's easy for when you're getting into a relationship to have God in the center of your relationship because you realize, well, he did it for me, so he's going to do it for this relationship. And so it, it's easy to have him in the center because, you know, you, you rely on him for everything and all your needs in your life. And that also is um, another thing you got to realize is having someone who, you know, is like-minded, who's evenly yoked because they know in their life that God is the center and he's going to be the one to help you help them in all their needs so y'all both realize yeah we, well we we need god in this relationship because 
he's going to be the one to help us when we're going through something and, you know, we don't want to talk to each other about it or whatever. And um, and that leads me to you got to pray before you get into a relationship. Because when you pray into a, before you get into a relationship, God God knows who how that relationship's going to end. So he'll be able to say, yeah, go ahead and pursue this relationship. It's, it's something I have for you. Or be like, nah, just wait, I got something else. And so that that's actually something that I um went through myself. I I kinda went had I felt like Holy Spirit was saying in two of these relationships, I was like he's like, Nah, don't don't go into this relationship, just wait. And you know, me being dumb and young, I was like basically it boiled down to me saying, You know what, God, I got this, I'll do it on my own. Don't worry about it, I'll be fine. And man, those those two relationships were not not good for me at all. But um, I've also had a relationship where I, I prayed about it, and, you know, I didn't rush into it. And, you know, I let God be in it. We both decided that God's going to be at the center of this relationship. And in the relationship, everything just flowed. Nothing was forced. We we didn't lean on each other for our needs or anything. We knew God was our, our sole, sole provider. And um, it just made it easier, you know, not to – obviously there was, like, temptations and stuff, but we we are quick to be able to be like, you know what, you know, God's got us. We just, you know, call on God and lean on him and, you know, he'll help us get through whatever the, whatever we're facing. And so that would be my advice. You just got to make sure you know who God is and bring him into the relationship. Wow. Wise words from, from a young man. That's awesome. Okay, now, Kathy, oftentimes parents have different attitudes towards dating for their son than from for their daughter. Do you feel like this has been true for you? Well, um, my son is the only one who has dated because my daughter is only 12, and I don't encourage you dating for her at this time. Right. But, you know, but, you know she may have crushes on boys and such, but that is completely different than dating. But what I can say is that I do believe it will be different. Um, fortunately, I didn't really have to worry so much with Jaden about dating because he dated late, 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 late in his teenage years. For him, though, I just wanted him to look at the young lady he chooses today as someone who is a daughter to a father and mother who loves and wants to protect them, her, you know, possibly someone's sister because he has a sister of his own and he knows the importance that he is to protect her as brother. And then above all, you know, an amazing creation by God. So this is how I want him to view women. I believe, you know, that it just breaks God's heart when men don't take what God so delicately placed in front of them in a respectable and loving manner. So, um, you know, he, he did not place women to be worshipped as sex objects or someone to play with their emotions. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, females can do some damage too, but I just wanted Jaden to stand out so that, you know, he understands females are, you know, they're, they're fearfully and wonderfully made just like all of us are. And so um, is he perfect at it? Absolutely not. But I feel, you know, in Jaden's heart, you know, he has the heart to learn that and try to apply it to his dating relationships. Now, as far as my daughter, you know, I'm myself, am in a dating stage. And so I have to set an example for her and I try to teach her, you know, that her identity is in God first 
and, you know, just not to allow the first boy who tells her she's pretty or cute or whatever, you know, to identify her in that way. So as females, you know, we can easily fall prey to different things that are being told to us and it can seem so perfect to us, but, you know, we really have to observe the motives behind it. So, um, as long as I can just get her to understand her identity in God first, even during her little crushing period, then when it's time for her to actually date, I do believe she will be able to recognize her worth and value in herself so that she can recognize a good man in the future. It's not always going to be easy because, you know, there are counterfeits and things like that, but that's when prayer and direction comes in. So um, at some point when she identifies a good young man, then I want her to be able to be in a place where she can value his qualities as a, as a male as well. Wow, that's some great advice that you just mentioned and that you share with your daughter that you yourself in the dating stage that you have to make sure that you're modeling um, how you pick a partner and what that looks like and also just knowing your identity. So, you know, and which leads me to my next question. You kind of already answered it and just how can, because obviously dating is inevitable. I mean, boys are going to like, you know, girls and girls like boys or boys and boys and girls, whatever the situation is. I mean, you know, that's we're we're amorous people, right? We're going to, you know, be attracted mm-hmm. to whoever we are attracted to. So, right. you know, I know a lot of parents will say, I'm not going to ever let my daughter date until she's 35 or I'm my son, you know, yeah. I'm not going to deal with that. Or, <laughs> so I'm, true. You know, when my son brings home, you know, that, that girl, I'm going to be rude to her. You know what I mean? It's just like, uh-huh. that's just ridiculous. Um, because right. at one point in time we were in that age bracket and we were wanting to date. So how can you, you know, what is some advice that you can share with parents to kind of help support their teens so that they can have healthy dating relationships um, rather than, you know, kind of pushing or being negative about dating? And then, you know, sometimes when you do that, there are other, you know, issues come out of doing that. So what can Mm -hmm. parents do? Yeah, I mean, just basically talking to them at every stage that they're in, you know, even interested, you know, any stage that they're interested in the opposite sex. So from having their first crushes to actually dating for the purpose of a lifelong partner and anything in between that. But I also think it is important to at some point share, you know, your experience with dating, whether, you know, the good experiences or the mistakes that we made as parents when it comes to dating so that they can see some of the effects it has on us emotionally, spiritually, and physically, um, you know, whether good or bad. And so by being transparent at the appropriate times, it will allow them to relate, encourage them hopefully to make, you know, good and wise choices, if not even just better choices than what you made while you were dating. But at the same time, as parents, we also have to realize that they may not always make the best choices for themselves. And that's when you just kind of have to relinquish your parent crown and just realize that they are God's child before they are yours. So God cares just as much as you do as parents, but even more because he knows every detail about them, things that you don't know about them. He knows everything. So as a parent, that should just be comforting enough to know that he is also teaching them what he wants them to learn because in the end, he is a matchmaker and he is not going to set two people up if they are not according to his standards, his will for each other. And that will just take, you know, lots of experiences to go through that over time, but he is still their father. And sometimes as parents, we can only do so much in giving advice for, for, you know, dating. But for our peace of mind, we just have to remember who God is. 
to them. That's That's great, Kathy. And, you know, Jaden, are there any words that you can give out, give to parents on supporting their teens to have healthy relationships? Um, I would say just to to raise them up in the Word. You know, like how the Bible says, you raise them up in the Word and then they won't deviate. And um, that, that just goes to stand. And and just to teach them the need to know the purpose of dating. Like, teach them at a young age to know, you know, that you, you date to find someone that you, you can have a future with or that's going to help you grow with God. And it's not about, you know, having fun or, like like my mom said, just seeing someone as an object. It's it's not about that. It's about seeing them as a creator. And, you know, that's, you, you start realizing you, you're worshiping the creator and not the creature. And um, also, kind of going off of what my mom said, you you got to realize, yeah, they're they're his child first. Before they were your um, your son, your daughter, God thought about them already. So he's got it covered. You don't have to stress so much and, and try to be all, all in it. And you just got to realize, you know, God, he's your child or she's your child. Like, you got it covered. You, you can do more than I can do. So that's just another thing. Wow, amazing. You guys have shared such great advice and tips and suggestions for parents and for teens, you know, going through the dating process. Of course, all relationships are not easy. Um, Sometimes, you know, we don't see eye to eye with our partner. And, you know, fortunately for some, it works out for a very long time. And then other times the season is up and it's time to part ways. Uh, Mm Okay. Okay. So my last question, I always like to ask my guests um, a question that's kind of off topic and has nothing to do with uh, what we were just talking about. So, Kathy, what is something you can't seem to do no matter how hard you try? Oh, my God. Okay, so what I can't do or what I seem to think I can't do is I'm one of those that will, like, tell you a story over and over again thinking I never told you before. So you're sitting through this story going, okay, you've already told me this. And so I just can't seem to remember when I've told you something. So it, you know, I always tell people, look, if I've already told you this, just, just stop me and say, look, you've already told me this and I'll, I'll move forward. But yeah, I just, I'm a repeater. Ah, wow. Wow. And Jaden, what about you? Um, Oh, this is going to sound quotation like religious, <laughs> but I, I would say I, no matter how hard I've tried, I, I cannot live without God. Um, I've tried, you know, so many times to be able to do stuff on my own strength and go on my own path or whatever, and every single time I'm just brought back to like, you know what, God, <laughs> I, I can't do this without you. Like, I, I don't know why I keep trying to go and do stuff on my own strength. Like, no matter how hard I try, it's, I just come to the realization, no, I, I can't do it without you, God. <laughs> wow. Catherine, Jaden, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you. Catherine, can you please take the time to let everyone know uh, when they can get a copy of your latest book for the dating teens, as well as purchase any of your other books in the series? Yeah, so the teen book is already out. Um, it just got launched um, 
I think this past Tuesday, Jaden, I think it was this past Tuesday, it just got launched. That one, again, is against uh, us against the world, naturally rebellious, but love. Um, they're all on Amazon. Uh, but if you just want to go to one website and look at the different books that I have for the different seasons, it's uh, against the world dash love dot com um, backlash. I mean, I'm sorry, against the world dash love dot com is what it is. So you can get them all on that website. Um, the four out of the five that I have already published are ready to to buy. Uh, the last book, which is for singles and dating, I haven't even begun that book, but I will make the announcement on the website. Otherwise, just go to Amazon.com. You can search up Catherine Harmon with a C, Us Against the World series, and you'll see all of them on that website. All right. Well, sorry, guys, but that's our time. I really enjoyed speaking with you all. Thank you so much for sharing you know, with my listeners and sharing this time with me and my listeners. I hope you all have a wonderfully blessed life, and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for having us. It was, Thank you it so was much a great for experience. Us. As parents, it is our job to keep our children safe. But as our children get older and develop their own identities and independence, we quickly learn we have little control over their actions and choices. Help your team to realize that dating is normal and should always be consenting and fun. Encourage them to be open with you and try to respond and not react to what he or she shares with you. There's only a small window between the time your child begins dating and then entering the world of adulthood. Establish an open and supportive relationship early before things go awry. If you are interested in purchasing one of Catherine's books, remember you can visit my website at www.strive4morepodcast.com. You can find all the information and show notes to this episode. Remember to continue to strive for more and live your best life now. See you in the next episode.